<coughs> okay. So we are in the wide lines of Lamed Gimel, Lamed Beis, about six lines into the wide lines. Yesterday we had a chazan who added into the tefillahs. So that's what we're going to start with today, a chazan that adds into the tefillahs. Hahu, second on the line, the Nachis Kamid he went down to the Amid in front of Reb Chanina. Omar, he started saying Shemarese like this. Hakel, Hagadol, Hagibar, Vahanaira, so so far so good. Vahadir, the feared one. Vahazuz, the strong one. Vahayore, the feared one. Hachazak, the strong one. Ahmed's the strong one. Havade, the sure one. Vahanichbad, the Mechubedika one. So, Reb Chanina went like this. <coughs> you know, like you should, I'm waiting. So, Chanina, see, Himtin Lay, Ad Desayim. He waited until he finished all these additions. Kisiyem, when he finally finished this whole list, I'm um, are you done now? Are you done now? Do, did you exhaust all of the Shavachim of the Rebbein Israelim? Kisiyem, I'm Leyam Tinu. Have you completed all of the praises of the Rebbeinah Shalaylam? Why do I need so much? And this is an example of more is less. It's a classic example of more is less. Hi, Anan, we, Hani Talasta Amrinan, the three that we do say is already too much. And the only reason we say them is it's a direct quote of Moshe Rabbeinu in Ekev. Ilav damrinu Moshe Rabbeinu ba'iraisa. If Moshe Rabbeinu would not have described the Rebbeinu that way in the Torah, va'asu anshe kenesis hagedayla v'hiskinuhu b'tfila v'tikinuhu b'tfila, the anshe kenesis hagedayla directly quoted Moshe, and that allowed us to say. Those three, we wouldn't be able to say that. And you say more? Because, as we all know from a guy at a simcha, we are like, I'll have that uncle. And we went to a simcha, and like the uncle was thanking like everyone who like uh, helped in the simcha. And like he left out like, someone like really, really bad, like his wife. And like, you know, she's sitting there waiting to be thanking, you know, you know, cousin, this guy and uncle, that guy, and like the wife is like, like whatever, big problem. The problem is whenever you go into specifics, you inherently leave out. When, you know, that, you know, someone compliments you like, yeah, like, he's good in Bikias, he has a lot of Bikias, which means he's not a lot Gross alamdim, which means on amarts. You know, it's like, you say about a girl, she has great midas, she's ugly. You know, anytime you, anytime you say something about somebody, you're inherently limiting their mouths. Now, it's fine when you're talking about somebody, maybe it's fine, but it's for sure not fine when you're talking about the rebbeinish So, this whole exercise of saying shivachim of the rebbeinish is a really, really, really bad idea. And Chazal knew it. Except the three that Moshe Rabbeinu said, for whatever reason, Gadol, Gibar, and Neira, 
are sufficient and necessary. But once you add on to that, you're on your own. You're on your own. And like, you're never going to win that game. You're never going to be sufficient. And when you're insufficient, you're inherently limiting. And therefore, that's a problem. Moshal HaMelech Basar V'dam. It's like a marshal, you have a king, the guy has millions of gold bars. And some guy praised him, wow, that guy really has a lot of silver. It's a pachim panim. Now, it's a really nice thing, that I would have that much silver. I would take that compliment, but not if I had a lot of gold. So when you limit praises of someone who's really deserving of more praises, that's inherently a bad thing. And you too, when you went off script, you inherently were doing something bad. The question is, you could say this question several ways, but I guess the easiest way to say it is, Tanakh is replete with references to Rebbeinu Shalom Outside of Akel Agadol Agibra Vaner, Lucha Hashem Agdula Vagvura Vatifaras Anetzach Vahid Kichov Hashemay Mavaretz. How's that? Um, we have we have other examples in Nishmas. We we go on and on in Yistabach itself. There's fifteen Shavachim of the Rebbeinu Neshalelim. So if this is such a dangerous um, hobby, if this is such a dangerous idea. We engage in it all the time, as do our Gedolim, our David HaMelech, engaged in such activity. So how bad could it be? So there's many Mahalchim. There's many Mahalchim. The, the like, one that takes the most of the Mahalchim under its consideration, the Maral says, it's very different. In Shemun Esrei, you're touching up the Rebbein In Shemun Esrei, you're, you're, it's called the Shem Prati. You are describing the Rebbein Shalom. In fact, says the Maral, you say, Hakel Hagodo, the Great One, the Hagibar, the, and as you're really touching him up, that's a dangerous game. To say praises of the Rebbein Shalom, to say praises of the Rebbein Shalom, that's of course good, especially if you're doing it to psych yourself up about how great the Rebbein Shalom is. You never say, hey, you never say hey. So when we say Yishtabach, when we say Yishtabach, when we say, you know, Lefar, Lorem, Levarach, Lada, Lale, Lekales, when we start saying Shavacham of the Rebbeinu when we start saying different things about the Rebbeinu as long as it's not in Tefillah, where we're trying to touch up the Rebbeinu it's an okay thing to do. In Tefillah, where we're trying to touch up the Rebbeinu that already gets dangerous. That's the Maral's Chilik. What difference does it make in tefillah with that ladder? <coughs> What's the, what difference does it make in tefillah? Okay, fine. Drop the hay for a second. The, the Maral's one that points out the hay. Oh, but but let's say, you know, so, so right. the tefillah part. Of it. Yeah, so so the 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 base Yosef's lashon is beinayla beinatzmei mitarim shetzrichem lei levakasha. Saying it's not a hagdara of the rebbeinu when you inherently when you're saying a tefillah, you're discussing the power by which the rebbeinu is going to answer your tefillah. So you're being magda the rebbeinu as far as what he is versus what you're doing for yourself, and that's why it's much worse than a tefillah. <laughs> Is 
Yeah, um, I'm trying to, to like figure out if like at the end of the bracha it's not describing the branch. I don't know if that's true. Right, right. I don't know. Good cash. I mean, and I, before we go back, I just want to point that you, you could look the the tour that we're handling in the space Yosef is in Kofiud Gimel Tess. Because he brings the Machlegas Rush and Rambam. The Rush says outside of Tfila it's fine, which this not wouldn't help for you. The Rambam says even outside of Tfila it's not fine. So, like I, I don't have like a I don't have like a straight Mahalach that takes care of everything. It's Kufiud Gimel test, the, the tour. Okay. Now we're gonna do from the most famous Gemaras and Shas. Easy, easy from the most famous Gemaras and Shas. Everything is in Hashem's hands. Rashi says, for instance, looks, wealth, brains, all these things, all these things are in the hands of your Hashem. You know, you, you are who you are intelligence-wise, you are who you are looks-wise, you are who you are wealth-wise, which, you know, that's a hitch because we sure believe we could work for our money. But that's, you know, that's how Kolbi Deshamayim. Chutz mi Yerushamayim. Except for actually Yerushamayim. So, first of all, all the Mepharshim point out, that's not true. Which means, Yerushamayim isn't Hashem's hand. We daven for it all the time. If we if we wouldn't daven for if it wouldn't be in Hashem's hands, you know it's v'yitain b'libenu ahavasei v'yirasei. V'yitain b'libenu ahavasei v'yirasei. Hashem, give us your shemayim. Now, that's in tefillah that was sanctioned by the same people that wrote this gemara. <laughs> so it doesn't literally mean hakol b'dei shemayim chutzmir shemayim. What it means is that the initiative. And the impetus and the hachana doesn't come from Shemayim, which means as follows. Every other mitzvah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you the beginning, gives you the seed money, and you run with it. You're Shemayim, you give Hashem the seed money, and He runs with it. For instance, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you a boy, you get to do a bris. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you $100, you get to buy a lulav and esri. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you, you know, food, you get to make a bracha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you clothing, you get a choice to make shatness. Every other mitzvah, the initiation, the beginning comes from the Rebbein Shalom, and then you got to do your part. Here, the initiation has to come from you. Learning? You want to know is learning Yerushalayim or not? It doesn't seem like it is. No, that's a good question. Um... Let me think about it. That's a good question. We like to say you need to have your Shemayim to learn, but like, I don't know. Can your Shemayim learn the Yeah, us. Yeah, that, that, that's what we're going to get to. That's what we're going to get to now. Um, by the way, the Payal the flip side of the coin of what we're saying now, that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't give you your Shemayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't take your Shemayim away from you. Anything else that Hashem gave you, He can take away from you. 
which is, which is everything. HaKadosh Baruch can take anything away from you except your Yerushalayim. Since in some form, however we're magdur, is it, the, is it the beginning, is it the preparation, is it the wish, is it the want, is it the decision, is it the impetus, whatever it is, whatever seed money we talked about by Yerushalayim, since that has to come from you, Hashem can't take that away. So that's, that's thing one. Thing two is there's a fascinating, incredible chazanish. If I would ask you, define Hakol Bidei Shemayim Chutz Shemayim, you would say that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave you the ability to choose when it comes to mitzvahs and averes, and it's not Hakadosh Baruch Hu; it's totally you. Says the Chazanish, it's not true. It's not totally. It's just not Hashem. Which means, is Hashem gave us the Kayach of Bechira. Once a person with Bechira is involved, the Rebbein Shalom is fine with that. What it means is, it's not the Pshat you have to decide, just the Rebbein Shalom can't decide. So, I, as a Baal Bechira, can force you to do something. Chazanish says this in the end of Arachayim. I, as a Baal Bechira, can force you to do something. I, didn't this Gemara just say, I choose my own Bechira? No, 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 no. It just says Hashem doesn't get involved. Hashem gave it over to people with Bechira. If someone with Bechira chooses to force you to do something, either by physical brute force or by the power of persuasion, then, then, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's fine. So, you can convince or force somebody to be a Eurasia mind. So if I would ask a question, like an, an honest question, is it only up to a person to be a Eurasia Mayim? The answer is no. And that's not what this Gemara is saying. It's just not Hashem's choice. But one human, says the Chazanish, can force another human to do something and... That is fine as far as the Rebbe Shalom is concerned. So, in the big Bechira question, are we ultimately free to choose whatever we want? Yes, except if another Baal Bechira gets involved. Which means, I'm not saying this is good, Chinuch, you can force your kid to do whatever he wants. He may rebel one day, but you can force your kid to do whatever he wants. It's not a chesarin. Because people say, people say, well, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're taking away his bechira. It's not a problem. Hashem's not allowed to take someone's bechira. Hashem gave over bechira to humans or to yidin. Once a yid is doing an act of bechira, the victim, recipient, other party, doesn't necessarily have to have Bechira. Hashem's fine with that. We're accustomed to thinking we individuals have Bechira. Says the Chazanish, that's not what this is saying. This is saying that Hashem doesn't have Bechira. But if someone with Bechira, if I make a conscious choice, I am going to get this guy to sin. He may not be a Baal Bechira. He may not be a Baal Bechira. What happened to him? doesn't matter. He may not be a Baal Bechira. I, as a Baal Bechira, Hashem's fine if I do it. And for good. It's my life's work to get this guy to be Shemr Shabbos. 
and I'm going to do everything. I'm, let's say I'm worth a million dollars. I'll give you a million dollars to be Shemr Shabbos. You take it right to Bechir. It's not fair. Who cares? You're a ladder. I'm a Baal Bechir. Chazanish is saying, Hashem said, I won't choose for you. But I gave over Bechira to Yidin. One Yid can force another Yid to do whatever he wants. So assuming that the equation is true, that Bechira equals Schar Vainish, the guy who made the Bechira gets the Schar Vainish. It sounds like that. It sounds like that. I, I don't know. It's like a really, really deep question you're asking. I don't know if like no, you just took the Bechir, but he still gets the Schar because he did the work. I don't know. It's an awesome question. It's an awesome question. If you choose to look up this Chazanish, you go to the back, 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 back of Arachayim, after the Hashmatis, right before the Mavtechis, there's this little, little paragraph on the back page. It's the first paragraph of that paragraph. Fascinating Chazanish. Fascinating Chazanish. Okay, next. Shenamar. How do we know that Hashem doesn't get involved in Yerushalayim? How do we know? Shenemar, va'ata Yisrael. Now, Yidin, ma Hashem leikach What does Hashem ask from you? Just come on, it's so easy. What's He asking? Kim liyira. All God asks is something small. Just, just fear Him. Before we get to what that pasuk means, what the pasuk is saying is God needs to ask you to fear Him. Which means God doesn't need to ask you if he decided to make you tall or short, blonde or dark, rich or poor. Hashem did that. I'm not asking you your opinion. I did that. Yira mo Hashem Hashem needs to ask Yerushalayim because it's not up to him. It's up to us. Good. Now, asks the Gemara. What? What do you mean? All Hashem asks from Yerushalayim. All I'm asking from you is to you know, never do an Avera. What? Is Yerushalayim something small that that type of language is appropriate? Ah, all Hashem asks of you is to fear him. What do you mean all Hashem asks of you? That's the hardest thing in the world. In fact, HaKadosh Baruch Hu treasures it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't keep in his safe. You know what a Kaddish Baruch Hu values? You know, different people have different things in their safety deposit box. You know what's on a Kaddish Baruch Hu safety deposit box? Yerushamayim. 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 says, in, yeah, Moshe, who was talking, for Moshe, it's a small thing. Like Reb Hanina says, It's like a guy, if you ask something great of him, if he has it, yeah, no big deal. Which is true about anything you have. You should know, everything that I once dreamed about and I got is not all it's cracked up to be. You know, like, without getting too embarrassing, I remember when I was a Bach, I was like, if I would be able to get a custom-made suit, imagine how good I would look, that's what I need. I got a custom-made suit, I'm the same fat schlub. Next. <laughs> this is like, like, you know, if I would just like fly business class, then like, you know, that would take care of all my zach. I can't sleep in the business class either. Every single zach, I mean, it sure beats coach. Like <laughs> having someone else's fat roll over the, the thing onto you. But like, the, it, let me say, anything you've had, no biggie. 
Anything you don't have, wow, that's awesome. If it's something you don't have, okay, we need to talk about this. Hopefully we'll do this before we get out of here. What are you talking about? The Gemara says, Yerushalayim is a small thing. The Gemara says, yeah, for Moshe it's a small thing. But we're not talking to Moshe. Moshe was talking to Klal Yisrael. What does this mean? What does this mean? Many pshatim, I think there's a great pshat. What does it mean that Yerushalayim is a small thing? What does it mean Yerushalayim is a small thing? And how is Moshe the one to prove this? Any Nisayim that you go through is an illusion. And it's the Yetzirah's goal to make it as elusive as possible. Because very few people give up on a goal when they're two inches from reaching it. People give up on a goal when they're 50 miles from reaching it. So whenever there's a rough spot, the Yetzirah will always tell you how impossible it is. Once you hear something is impossible, once you hear something is impossible, you stop. Just stupid marshal, you know, you're on a diet, you're working your head off, and some guy tells you, come on, how many people died and kept it off? That's all I need. Oh, give me the fries. <laughs> you're, you're right. Taka. <laughs> Someone just sent me a meme. It was like, like the, cap, the, the caption on the bottom was like, any excuse not to start a diet. So the guy is like saying, I'm not starting a diet on a rainy day. And there's like a teeny cloud in the sky. You know, like, so was, the Yetzirah, what the Yetzirah does is he tells you, this is massive. This is massive. You give it up. That's the answer. The hardship, the severity of any Nisayan is purely a figment of the Yetzir Hara. In fact, there's a Gemara in Sukkah in the end. The Gemara in Sukkah says, Lasulabakarsh Baruch is going to shach the Yetzir Hara. And Rashaim are going to cry and Tzadikim are going to cry. Because to the Tzadikim, it looks like this huge mountain. And to the Rashaim, it looks like this little dinky piece of garbage. The tzaddikim worked. They persevered and said, wow, look what I captured. The Rishonim said, really? That's it? That's all it was? That's all it was? If I would have just stuck it out for five seconds, it would have worked. The Yetzirah's job is to make every single Avera massive. Our job is to convince ourselves, take it one step at a time, and, and it'll be okay. In fact, Rav Dessler says that any time a person really vanquishes an Nisayan, he will never be tested with that Nisayan again. And you just move the needle. For instance, when you were eight years old and you walked into the basement and you wanted to play a board game with your friend and the lights were off, you had a big time to turn on the light on Shabbos. You're eight years old, you had a big time to turn on the light on Shabbos. Eventually you passed that. Now, I don't think any of us ever has a taiva to flip on a light on Shabbos because we vanquished that Yetzirah. There was a certain point in your life, maybe when you were 10 or 11 or 12 years old, when you saw your friend's thing on the table, $5 bill, baseball glove, and you wanted it. You thought about taking it. By the time you reach a certain age, you listen, we maybe would steal under complicated circumstances, but none of us would take, if there would be a guy's wallet on this table, 
with $500 cash in it, not one of us would take it. Not one of us, forget the cameras, not one of us has a taiva to take someone's cash. It's just not, not our taiva anymore. Once upon a time we may have wanted to, not anymore. And that's how it is with taivas. Once you conquer something, it's behind you forever. And that's the goal. You just have to remember, you just have to remember, it's the Yitzhahar making it bigger than it is. The Meshachachma in the Hakdama Tishmais asks an important kasha. Hashem told Moshe by Har Sinai, Vigam Yaminu will believe in you forever. Asks Ramir Simcha, how could you do that? HaKadosh Baruch just gave a stamp of approval to Moshe Rabbeinu forever. Let's say tomorrow Moshe Rabbeinu says, guys, just joking, Jesus is where it's at. <laughs> Hashem gave him, Hashem gave him a, a stamp of approval. Hashem gave, we have to listen to him. How could HaKadosh Baruch Hu give a human being a stamp of approval? Says Rameir Simcha, at that point HaKadosh Baruch Hu took away his Bechira. What I'm getting at is, is that Moshe Rabbeinu is the ultimate example of how Yetzirah works. That you have a Yetzirah, you conquer it, you move on. You don't even have Bechira on that anymore. It's not a fight. You have a Yetzirah, you move on. You conquer it, you don't have a fight anymore. No more Bechira. Moshe Rabbeinu told Klal Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gemara says, is it a small thing? Yeah, to Moshe Rabbeinu it's a small thing, which means Moshe Rabbeinu is the only person that moved the needle all the way. And Moshe Rabbeinu can tell us, guys, I'm telling you, every time you move the needle, you're never going to have to go back on that Nisayan again. Every time you push the bar, every time you move the needle, you're never going to have to go back on that Nisayan again. Says the Gemara, we can read the Gemara now beautifully. Is Yerushalayim small? Yes. Because for Moshe Rabbeinu it was small. What does that mean? The key to Yerushalayim is remembering it's small. Is remembering that it's small. The key to not having Yerushalayim is being fooled into thinking it's big. If you're fooled that this is impossible, you will never grow. I can't conquer this problem. I can't conquer this problem. I can't move past this issue. I can't move past this issue because it's massive. You have to convince yourself it's not massive. It's an illusion. It's like we saw in the Gemara and Sukkah. It's an illusion. It's the Yitzhahara's illusion. If you convince yourself that it's an illusion, you move past each step and then you eventually move the needle so far that there's so much that you're not in play anymore. There's so much that is not in the sign anymore. Who do we know this from? In Megabe Moshe. Because Moshe was the only one that got the needle moved so far that he didn't have an Akudas HaBechir anymore. Moshe Rabbeinu showed us that once you vanquish a Yetzirah, it doesn't come back, and that's your way of doing it. So the Gemara is saying gorgeous over here. Is Moshe any Raya to us? Yes. Because not that me and you are going to ever get to the level of Moshe of having no Yetzirah, but Moshe is the living example of once you move the needle, you're not going to have to fight for old conquered turf. Once you have that turf, you conquered it. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu could show us.